Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone, and hello, Eloise. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm a bit croaky. I'm not uh, sick. Yeah. I'm just croaky. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't have know. sexy tones today. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a little, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe catching something. Don't know what it would be, but uh, you never know uh, what we what we'll pick up, whether it's COVID or not. But one of the things that Eloise and I were talking about was calm. You know, no matter what, no matter what we do, um, we need to just get out of the polarity that's going on. When you get on Facebook or you get on any form of social media, too much news, you're going to be you're going to be tossed and turned. Now, I agree sometimes some people find it entertaining. Like I look at my husband, he can watch and he just thinks it's all sheer entertainment. <laughs> he extrapolates what he extrapolates yeah. from it and he's okay. But And he doesn't really have a, an extreme view. He kind of goes back and forth between the views and tries to figure it out. It's fun for him. But a lot of us don't have that. Um, I don't really care what the extreme views are, but they agitate my system. Are you like that, Eloise? Yeah, I just get, I, I, cheat, I kind of watch it maybe a bit like your husband's entertainment and, and just question everything. <laughs> yeah, you see, I can't do it. It just irritates my nervous system. So I get a lot of the information from uh, clients and their their excitement so usually i'm an anchor to bring them into the middle road just kind of like hey settle down stop running off at at either extreme that it's absolutely nothing or that it's you know a big you know urgent thing for some people it's going to be urgent mm. yeah we look at the italian elderly well it's pretty yeah. serious for them yeah you know as a flu would be etc so um yeah it's it, you know you've got to you know get into the middle road stop running off well i'd say running off at the mouth this is what we tend to do you just hear this stream of um you know quoting the news basically or quoting social media now i keep them away from it as much as possible but i do have to check and see you know what's going on because people are, you know, raving about it. Well, wait a minute. You know, just hold on, pull back, get back in your body, look around, see what is the best for you. You know, running around screaming about people that are, you know, meeting up and going places and doing things. Well, they they feel strong enough. You know, we've got to yeah. can respect if someone feels really strong. Um, and their immune system can take it. And, you know, there's this other kind of viewpoint. Why not get it? So you have the antibodies, right? If you're strong enough and you have the antibodies, you know, you're, you're durable for, for years to come, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that might be the way they feel. Now, of course, you know, hopefully they're community-minded and think, okay, well, I can get exposed, but... Uh, to flus and all kinds of different things, but maybe I got to watch out for other people. Mm. You know, those people who 
uh, can't uh, be exposed. So you just respect their boundary. It's not, yeah. it's not so difficult, right? But keep calm, do these things, be, be respectful of yourself and spread that respect. If you, if you start screaming at somebody else for doing what they're doing, it's a lack of respect. Yeah. You might go, oh, you're disrespecting me by doing this. You're spreading the virus. Well, no, maybe not. Maybe that's not necessarily so. Maybe they're immune. Maybe um, they need to get the virus to build up their nervous system. Maybe this is, you know, going to be a good thing for the majority of the population. But we'll, you know, keep away from you. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to be yelling about it to create. The minute you have a contraction from someone, they're screaming at you and going, you know, you shouldn't be out, you shouldn't be doing things. You, you can trigger someone else into having the reaction, I can do whatever I yeah. want. Yeah. You know, instead of, let, let's go with the middle road. This could be a healthy thing for some people to go out. You want those, I mean, what if we need people who've already had COVID um, to go out and bring us bring us groceries and they're not contagious, yeah. right? But, you know, you, you need to respect the unfolding of everything just to isolate ourselves from a virus and say we're never going to get it is, it just sounds crazy to me as well. Yeah, yeah. I want to prevent uh, me getting it. We want to prevent maybe getting it right now, like reduce the amount of people getting it so... Um, so it doesn't tax our healthcare system. You yeah. could get it a little later, you know, wait a bit, yeah. you know, get it in 10 months from now. Right. So there are lots of good reasons for caring for yourself, feeling where you're at. If you feel strong enough to get a virus, go ahead, you know, go ahead. It's, it's probably good. It's good for everybody. Uh, you feel strong, you'll stay home. Maybe you won't even notice the symptoms. So I'm trying to bring in every, I mean, you guys, as you're listening, can think of all possible explanations and how to go through the middle road and best take care of yourself when it comes to all these different ideas. To me, the more ideas that I see and that I have, I can kind of assess what I need to do, right? Mm. Um, it's not so much... Um, you know, buying into fear and that now we can go into a little bit of what fear is going to do, right? Uh, we could say energetically that a virus loves to eat up fear. Mm. Yeah. You know, I always imagine viruses, the imagery I get is this, you know, Pac-Man with pointed teeth, you know, and like, just going around munching everything and looking for um, looking for fear so it can exacerbate its own range. Mm. Right? So even when you think of this tension between someone who's fearful and, you know, starts to yell and scream in this irrational way, and you might not be necessarily yelling using your voice but you could be yelling inside you could be uh, freaking out in your mind all of that fear which draws to you anger have you ever noticed that yeah. right? like the more fearful someone is the more everyone around them gets angry stop it you know be calm stop it <laughs> yeah. uh, or or they yeah or even worse they might react with uh 
you know, you're, you're ridiculous, you're, you're stupid, you're ignorant, you buy into the media, and you get the person yelling, this is all conspiracy, right, which is ridiculous, right, it's just ridiculous taking any of the polarized thoughts, take all of them, and figure out how to maneuver your way through Mm. it, peaceably, right, peaceably, this would be you know, the more you can bring yourself to a place of peace and, um, you know, ultimately, no matter how much you protect yourself, you can still get a virus. Yes. You know, it's not like you can isolate, you know, get, well, go get yourself one of those suits and walk around with that thing for the rest of your life um, and live in a bubble. Yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. You'll probably become allergic uh, to the suit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a good one. Sure. Yeah, yeah, or whatever occurs. Yeah. Right? it gets a hole and something gets in, and now you're just totally. We can't be in these extremes, you know. We just need to look at all the different options yeah. and make nice little choice for ourselves. You know, I'm looking at my options. I look around. You know, my my husband has to go out. He's very careful. Mm. Um, he's not gone out very much, but, you know, he went to do some grocery shopping and he went to, um, to do some work and, um, you know, he comes home, he, he's very carefully cleans up and my, um, my stepson goes off and, uh, and goes and works in an office, but there's nobody else there. He's all by himself mm. working in the office. So, you know, it's, it's, you've got to be practical. Yeah. And I won't, I won't go visit my, my mother. I, you know, nobody's going to visit her. Uh, she doesn't need any kind of flu, even if it was just a severe yeah. flu season. Good idea, not to be near her. You know, she she can live, uh, you know, without getting something right now. Yep. Um, and it's mostly because if you get it, you may not get the proper care. Who wants to go to the hospital? Right yeah, now, nobody. Right? That's the last place I want to be, right? I don't want to get to a position where I'd have to go to the hospital. Maybe in five months, like I said earlier. So it's just considering all possibilities and not not being fearful and attracting more and more uh, rage to you, mm. right? And then and that rage, you know, bringing in more and more fear, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm seeing it everywhere, you know, just people's getting really fearful and then attracting more and more rage you can watch it on facebook you can watch it well in any on any social media you can watch it on the news you know one person saying one thing one person saying another right uh misinterpretations i've heard so many weird combinations like people will hear different aspects of the news put two things together Mm -hmm. and you're like what what <laughs> you know makes absolutely you can hear it in your own brain going no this makes absolutely no sense and you even try and find it and you can't find it anywhere so um it's very interesting what fear does you know it creates that irrationality it's like sit back figure out what you need to do to take care of yourself um one of the things that you know saying that it sounds nice and simple but there are people who live in abusive situations it doesn't have to be you know necessarily uh, physical abuse it can be of course 
but as you know, someone who's living with someone who's who's abusive, yeah, and uh, they can't, um, they live in fear. They've lived in constant fear, and this situation is a nightmare. Is a nightmare. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's a nightmare because you, you're tr- you're living with an abuser, and you can't um, escape. You can't take care of yourself yeah. because you haven't taken care of yourself all along. So I would look at that situation. If it really, there's some really cool things coming out of this. You know, hopefully you can share some too, Eloise. But people are staying home and being creative. They're doing things they haven't been able to do for a really long time. They have extra time to uh, get to some work that they haven't done for a while. Yeah, not that. Not that that really impacts us because we do a lot of distance work and, uh, you know, we're, my schedule still full, if not more full with this, you know, this yeah. fear, the fear pandemic, let's call it. Right. Mm. Um, and uh, it's a good way to reevaluate your life. Mm. Right. Uh, if you've been, itching for a change in your life you get is some people getting older um we know that the population as it ages uh here's an interesting i find this interesting uh that as the population is aging we have less reproduction i mean there there are very few countries who are you know in the old-fashioned way i was looking at some stats yesterday i can't remember them but um, you know, you guys can look it up and see which po- which countries actually have an increasing population, and how many how many countries are you know their their population is not their birth rate is really low. Mm. So you can look up birth rates, and um, you know, I just thought, okay, e- even they were saying that even immigration isn't going to handle it because the immigrants don't have an increased birth rate, and even if you bring in immigrants with an increased birth yeah. rate, they're not that many. It's just not that many, right? Mm. So it's very interesting when it comes to, if you take that and translate it to economics, aging population and retirement, who's going to be paying for the retirement? Yeah. Who's going to be doing that? If you don't have a population that's growing, immigration isn't doing it. Oh, my. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my! What are we going to do now? Uh, we're, so we're we're going to be working. So what's going to happen to an aging population? You know, a lot of people are in good shape and uh, can get up and go to offices and go to work yeah. and do all of that. But there are plenty of people who can't. So I was kind of looking at that. You know, in my case, because I had the spinal stenosis um, and several other things going on in my body. Mm. And slowly working that out over the last decade, if not two decades of, you know, continual deep healing of this body. Um, You know, I was really lucky that I, you know, had the stamina and strength that I could keep flying around the world and keep doing things as I was getting treatment till finally, oops, now I, now I'm really just wiped out, exhausted, can't heal the body, get, get this opportunity Mm. to transform my business is a few years ago now into a distance business, yeah. right? A d- distance clientele. And of course, works better for me on many levels, not, not just because 
of leg pain, but because of um, being HSP, right? Having a, being a high sensitive person. Yeah. And uh, when someone is in front of me, uh, it's going to depend on this. I find really interesting. It's going to depend on the individual. So I'm sure a lot of people who are HSP out there might sense this, that, um, you know, I work with some people who are really in tune with what I can do. They're super, yeah. super sensitive to what I do. Uh, they know that every question that they ask, I'm already finding answers. Those people are amazing. Mm. You know, they're absolutely amazing to work with. I love to have them in person. Yeah. Um, it's fine with me. They're not. But most people really don't know what's going on when you yeah. arrive in front of a sensitive and they don't realize how much information. I think I've mentioned this before yeah. that, um, you know, when I first started doing this, this is like 20, 1995. I was doing work earlier, but not with the public. So 1995, that's, that's like 20-something years ago, right? Mm. And uh, I, that, I would go into a sort of trance and some people would touch me yeah because i in the trance i would be talking and not necessarily because when i when i'm talking they need to just listen that's that's what they're doing at a reading um so some people wanted to interrupt me and they would grab my grab me and i i spent many times in you know hours of convulsions because they grabbed me yeah and i had to learn to you know uh figure out ways to go less and less into these trances and figure out what to do to take care of myself. I was always figuring out what to do. Um, again, this, this relates so much to um, what's going on now. How do we even know what we're about? You know, when I talk about these things that have happened to me, it's, it's like this genuine exploration of a foreign country and I don't know how it works. You know, it, I talk about these things without complete resolution. There has been some resolution, but at the same time, I don't know. So why should you know about yourself? Why should you know how you function? You've got to be in meeting everyone out there. We we need to be in this in this place of keep calm, keep calm, and start to take care of yourself because you don't know what it is you want. You we spend more time yelling at other people mm -hmm. about what they should be doing as if you know what they should be yeah. doing, but you don't even know what you need to be doing for yourself. Yeah. You know, if we all need, knew what we needed to do for ourselves, we respected ourselves, we would be in full respect of someone else. So, so if I, um, you know, if I completely respect myself and say, oh, I need to stay home, I need to be uh, really careful, I need to have a clean house, that's what I need. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that my next door neighbor needs to do that. He might be able to go out. He might be able to forage. You know, he might be able to hunt. Yeah. That's fine. So, now I, so living with someone, well, if I respect myself, my partner uh, likely respects themselves. Otherwise, hmm, I'd have to have a lot of questions, which goes back to, you know, if you're living with someone in this nightmarish relationship where you haven't respected yourself, you're living in fear. You don't respect the other as well. Because let's, let's start from there. Yeah. Can you respect someone else if you don't respect yourself? Can you love someone else if you don't love yourself? Mm. Now that, you know, I've heard people tell me, of course I can. I can hate myself and love others. Well, how would you know what it's like 
to love someone if you don't experience that love for yourself? How would you even know what respect is for another person if you haven't had the experience of respect for yourself? Mm. I wouldn't trust. I would not trust someone who says, I love you, but I don't love myself. I'd say, you have no idea what love is. Yeah. You haven't had the experience. I can't really connect with you. I can't be with you. There's no way. No way. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, it, it, these things that that we learn about ourselves, that we learning to respect ourselves, staying calm, figuring out what we need. We're just spreading this beautiful, loving, respectful energy around. But if you're tossing out, you're fearful mm. and you're, Tossing out this fear on everyone else, expect a reaction. Yeah. You know, you just just watch uh, Fox versus CNN. They love to tag team each other, don't they? I mean, I don't know if you watch those. I don't know what your, uh, you know, different media outlets, if they have two political biases, you know, which one. Hey, Eloise here. Just jumping on board to tell you and apologize that the end of this audio kind of just ended. (laughs) Technical difficulties, we just cut out and Terry Ann was like, hey, we'd said everything anyway, so don't worry about it. But I just wanted to jump on board and let you know that it just ended weirdly. So don't worry, we we, we were fine. We didn't die or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Mid-sentence. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you for the next one. Take care, bye.